you want to see how my mic gets in my face, just check out the CBRX7 where we stream this on Twitch. So I, the cool thing about Streamlabs OBS, if you click record and then click going live, it stops your recording. So I missed that whole intro right there on the recording process. Yay. But we're recording well, now. Hello. Well, hello. This is intro number two. <clears throat> Mike is in my face. My name is Josh and Cole. you're very, very quiet. Hey, Josh, I don't mean to be an asshole here, but you use that mic wrong, eh? I know. That's the Ah, point. and we get Josh's brother for the first time ever. Is that hello. a beer? No, that's unfortunate. Goodbye, Josh's brother. Bye bye. Yes, my 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 cesspool of a home is. Uh, I I bring this up to here to my face to make it sound like I could talk through my mic, but I can't no, no, because so, the mic's down here. No, the kind of mic you have is is called a it's a cardioid. Yeah, see how Saber's got his. That's how yeah. you're supposed to talk to her. It's not at the top, at the side. Oh. The side address. Okay. Because like, because like, the Yeti is a directional microphone, but better. You sound, I sound better. I don't know. I think I think this type of pop filter is better because right now you're just creating space between you and the. Uh, this is this thing mic. is this thing is meant to you're hit like, me in the face. Mine's fucking on there. Let's make a bunch of noise for the podcast. This is just me attempting to get rid of that. So this is mine without the pop filter, and it's a bit different. Sounds the same to me. I don't you know that, what the difference that, is. It's the, well, it's the the peas and shit, right? That's still to, to help. If I have it like right here, it's 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 different. I'm not gonna yell at people though. Well, well, it's this nice. this screen in front of my mic is not meant for any particular use. It's meant to get in my fucking way as I'm playing squad. Ah, yes. Fair. By the way, which freaking audio setting do you have that set on right now? It sounds like you're talking through like a pillow. I'm talking through a pillow. <laughs> I have no idea. No, it's freaking your dial switches. Your dial switches. There's different. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me fix this for you. Let let me actually fix this for you. Because uh, like, yeah, because you're both it's... using the same mic and like Saber sounds way clearer. This is why we need to get together like 15 <laughs> minutes before the fucking podcast. But here Josh. we are. We're gonna do technical. Di yeah, if he didn't fall asleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you fell asleep this time. I didn't but, fall asleep this time. I was literally dying, but um, that's wow. I should sound a lot better yeah. because yeah, yeah. I, what the I, fuck did you do? It's it's uh, it's a it's a simple process. Let me explain this to you. I plugged in the mic. Oh my! You were using the Yeti. You were using your, like webcam, weren't you? Oh my god! I, I realize I realized I was having issues. Like I shouldn't sound quiet because this thing's right next to my fucking oh, face. Geez, and then I found I was I was I was tracing the cable to see if it was on properly, and then it no, it it fucking disconnected because I never disconnect this fucking mic. Okay. Now you. What? What was I that? Wrong! I heard. The cringe, right. the cringe oh. is being created right now. The oh, cringe. Yeah. oh, Josh, Let's I don't go. think you were around earlier when I was talking about this Canadian. But did you see that uh, San Francisco has started a program that uh, <laughs> they suck? <laughs> no. So can I explain this, please? As the yes, yeah, let the let's, as the Canadian for as the foreigner's perspective, describe this new policy okay. that San Francisco this, started. This is how I get it. Now I'm not sure if this is correct or not, but you, Mister Josh, uh, Cal you oh hold on, hold on. For for people who don't not know, I am a native Californian, born and raised in Southern California, nowhere the fuck near San Francisco. I live in L.A. and I hate San Francisco. But okay. yes, explain. 
So I'm just saying, if you perhaps lived in San Francisco and perhaps. for whatever reason, they decided to put you as a high-risk individual. And by high-risk, I mean high-risk of murdering people. They will give you $300 to keep you from not murdering people. That's the incentive. Now, I don't know how they keep track of people. I don't know how the fuck they, they're like, hey, you're, you're high risk or you're not high risk. I'm unsure of how that works, but all I do know is you get money out of it. So I think moving to San Francisco, somehow making yourself a uh, high value um, or high risk individual for, for murder and then basically just telling people, hey, I thought about it. But I didn't do it. I'm getting money out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, long story short for you San Francisco listeners out there, if you are labeled as high risk, if you don't shoot somebody in a month period, you'll get paid $300. Now, there's a lot of questions that I personally have about this new policy. One, how do they, like, check in on this? Like, do they come up to you like, hey, did you shoot anybody today? Like, like did you... I mean, oh, you're labeled... oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, you did, did you commit a crime today? Kevin, Kevin, please, please, please tell me that we do not have to worry, and I'll give you this check of $300. <laughs> no, no, no. Go. Like, it's not to do with crime specifically, it's murder. Exactly. Technically, the target of this is jail. That's like your only option. Technically, they're targeting this towards gun violence, like the gun violence, because apparently gun violence is a huge thing in San, San Francisco. Um, I'm pretty sure stabbings are higher in San Francisco. Ah, well, you can still stab somebody and catch them that $300 check you get from your state, from your local that, state government. Just, just, not, not even the state. I don't, this oh, is yeah. not a state yeah. law. This is a city <laughs> law. So the, 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 don't don't bundle in this in there's with that bundle of fucking crazy of San Francisco. By and the way, I, that, I do not hey, I do not like San Francisco. Everyone goes on about how Canada has strict laws on shit. You guys as a state are like fucking japan hey 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 shut the fuck up this is this is this is not california's problem this is san francisco no, fuck san francisco i'm just saying in the general uh, sense but in the general sense our state my state sucks we're we're we're, we're California, and that's the end of it so what like and josh i didn't tell you the best part about it um you also get oh, uh, an extra 200 dollars for hitting certain milestones so oh, yeah. you could oh, be oh. A poten- <laughs> you could be potentially pulling in Five hundred dollars extra per month of income just because your label is high risk and you don't hurt any, you don't how shoot though? anybody. Uh, how how do you how, how does someone measure milestones? But like, <laughs> I think not murdering <laughs> someone's a pretty good fucking milestone. That's just hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what first, else are first, we looking at? First, first, all right. First, you don't <laughs> murder somebody, but you also don't litter. That's a milestone, especially in San Francisco, by the way. Okay. San Francisco's oh. fucking disgusting. There's so much litter everywhere. Is this how it goes then? It's like top tier shit. And then it kind of like drops down and like each level of like petty crime or less severe. Like, so, so murder's like horrible. If you didn't rape someone, that's cool. There's 200 bucks. <laughs> if, if, if you, you know, you help the old lady across the road, here's, here's 50. Like I'm interested in this. My we, we, is, we, we could, okay, what, hold on. I can become a millionaire. Government came up with this shit. Who sat there and went, you know what? 
this seems like a really good idea. It's, and it's, are like, you are right. Let's it's do all it. those it's all those people in San Francisco smoking that dope and making sure that they thought this was a good idea. And they probably came from Oregon. Dude, most of Canada's high. We don't come up with stupid shit like that, okay? So <laughs> hey. I don't know if you grow bad weed or like there's some crack mixed into there. I'm know. not California sure. California weed I, has a pretty I, good I, reputation I, from what I heard. No, California weed is good. I'm not. I'm not talking about like like weed dope. I'm talking well, which is dope by the way. But I'm talking about where the fuck they grow out there because I don't go to NorCal for weed. I just get it locally if I wanted weed. Um, but they grow the some weird shit out there, bro. They're, 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 that farmland is so close to San Francisco. I'm pretty sure they got that 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 meth. The the or the, uh, the crack yeah, cocaine. That, that's how meth's made. You grow it. No, so. you make it in a fucking desert, <laughs> just like, and you make Breaking it blue. Oh, everything on making bro, meth, I learned bro, from Breaking Bad. I you literally, literally one hour out of fucking San Francisco because I I just did this drive two months ago. You go from being in the middle of the city on the coast to to middle of fucking nowhere on on a farmland in the middle of the desert. That's how fucking close you are there today. So at least for LA, you got two at least two hours to get there unless you're driving straight east. So basically, at like MS13, everybody, because like they probably all have people who have served time for MS-13. like some type of gun charge violence or something like that. So basically, what you, you can do at this point then is just like have guys rotate in and out on hits. Like, okay, this month you're doing these hits, and the next month you're doing these hits, and then you just collect on their five hundred dollars that they get from your freaking city government to fund your operation. <laughs> How to exploit the government one hundred one. <laughs> <laughs> We're on rotation, boys. <laughs> oh yeah, vato, vas a uh, matar a esa persona. Cring, uh, no, no puede, no puede. Uh, necesito mi mi cheque de quinientos dólares. Yes, yeah, understood that. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The boy from Nebraska and the guy from Canada. I understand the uh, understand the Spanish. I was just <laughs> what I what I or let me, let me tell you. They said, "Oh yeah, Vato, uh, can you go kill that guy over there?" Uh, he's like, uh, "I can't. Sorry, uh, I need my check of five hundred dollars." So yeah. Hey, buddy, not today. I say, no, 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 no. It's not my turn. It's, 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 I need, I need the body. It's, it's for the, it's for the weed. It's here, California. California, your guys' prison systems is just so strange. You guys let a guy walk after six months serving on a rape sentence. You just oh. released the, the Robert Kennedy assassin on parole. Yeah, but that was okay. like forever ago. It's fine. It was only- <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, no, he'd be a perfect. Per- he'd be a perfect. No, 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 no. This whole policy started so that he can get some type of retirement fund started. So it's like, hey, if, hey, you're. He's probably labeled high risk, considering he's assassinated a public official. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. look, look, look. I know there's a really like there's a lot of politicians out there, and a lot of people like, and they're gonna be looking for you. But if you don't do it, we'll pay you for it. All right. Oh, okay, Saber. To to be fair, look, hear, hear me out. Yeah. There was a guy in Don't 2020. Tell me this no, I'm, uh, this is an actual. <laughs> this is an actual fact. Okay. That there was a guy in 2020 who was arrested, I think, three or four times in the same day in the city of of Pasadena and Los Angeles area. Uh, for people who don't know where Pasadena is, it's in the Los Angeles area, just it's a different city. Um, he got he 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 got arrested the first time for vandalism. Arrested the second time for stealing a car and going on a chase, and then and then arrested the third time for some miraculous drug charge or whatever. He was released 
three times that same fucking day. He was released because of the the vandalism. He was released because of stealing the car and going on a police chase. And he was released uh, because he was selling drugs or doing drugs or where the fuck he was. This is a real story. This is I'm, I can't bullshit you. This is something that happened in California in the year 2020 because why the fuck not? Okay, let's be honest. I'll say one thing for sure. Other than gun laws, California is about the the, the most free you can be in the United States. All right, you can. You literally do. You can literally do anything in California. You can't even afford to do anything out here. They for freedom. We can't even fucking buy you, milk without look, breaking the look, bank. Look, I think what what's the what's the rule out there now? Like, it's not, can I consider it a felony of theft unless it's over a thousand dollars? Is oh, that yeah. it, that's the that's the new thing now? Like, you can go into a store, rob up to below a thousand dollars, and at that point, be, at that used point, used to be five hundred. So. I guess. <laughs> it's like, I mean, raised it. They were like, yes. you know, way too many people are getting felonies. We need to like up this shit. We also have like fucking dollars. thirty. Like, we also hey, have like thirty. TV over there is nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. We Minus... can't grab it because tax. So <laughs> we're gonna grab the one for seven fifty-nine ninety-nine, and we'll be good. <laughs> that is, I, I guess that's true. I mean, you'll still get if you get caught, you get. With a hefty fine, but I don't know. You have a TV, go sell the TV if you get caught, and then fucking you're good to go. I, pr I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's actual people who will steal the TV like during a riot or something. That's not happened here in LA um, since uh, 2020, um, which actually wasn't as bad as the one in Memphis for the get on with it. But there was people who went to return the TVs that they stole for money. Oh yeah, so that's a, nice. that's a, that's a really active scam amongst people. That is do. real that's smart, man. And no, it, yeah, it, it happens a lot. I work I work in retail too, and it, literally people go in and they'll steal something. See, the smart ones they go to a different store and return it there. The dumb ones walk back in the door and like, I want to return this. Like we just saw you kind of like on camera walking out with this. You were lucky yeah, to walk, walk away, but you, now you came back you into left the store five minutes ago. <laughs> You didn't even change your fucking shirt, but yes. I mean, uh, hell. Well, what do you expect for you know some 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 oh, drug here. money? You know, like here, since I also work in retail, I can give at least like one story per podcast of like crazy stupid stuff that I've seen people do. Right, and I'll that. start with this one right now. So uh, I'm working kind of like the tail end of my shift, and um, all of a sudden, so we like we had this big like sign like that's plastered on the bricks. Uh, not hanging and like I took I I'm the, one, I'm the one to put it up. It's this like big like like five by five sign that says like uh, um, Mascar required this and that whatever um, Yeah, so I guess those how it went down is that a customer walked in the door um, or he and then he uh, decided to turn around and leave but our doors don't open from the inside through the entrance so you like it's easier to stop people if they're trying to steal something and so like sorry man the guy at the front desk said like hey sorry you can't go out that way you have to go out this door this guy comes slides back with like oh does covid not affect me in that door but will in that door thinking that we were doing it just because of some stupid covid policy and my and the guy at the security desk is like yeah man whatever and so he walks out and walks back in and she goes over to the iPhone table and goes over to our uh, mobile department and starts talking to them about buying a phone. 
and uh, about five, like so, like soon, like a little bit later, uh, somebody's walking back to the warehouse with the sign. It's all crumpled up. This five by five sign. It's all crumpled up. And we're like, how the hell this happened? And so we go watch the tape. And sure enough, it was that guy who freaking walked in and walked back out. He probably did in some weird protest of whatever. Stupid part is, is that he still came back in wearing a mask. Like, I would have had respect, uh, like, or at least someone understood if, like, you did it and you weren't wearing a mask or whatever. But you, you st- you're still wearing a mask. Comes in. We would see him on tape ripping down the sign. And literally, like, he's handing cash over to buy, the, buy his phone. And... And my manager walks up to him, tells him, can't tells the tells the tells the employee cancel the transaction. You're gonna <laughs> le- you're leaving right now. Uh, and he's like, for what? You ripped off my sign. What are you talking about? We have it on tape. This guy starts getting irate about the whole ordeal, and I'm just like, because like he starts to square up into one of my manager's faces. And me at work, I'm one of those people who's like <laughs> who stands there at work and see somebody does that. I'm like. How far can I go into this situation and not get fired? And <laughs> luck and unfortunately I couldn't test that theory because the guy eventually left, but yeah, people just are idiots. And uh yeah. Well, uh I just became California I mean San Francisco's number one offender. I'm ready to not commit a violent crime with this pistol. pistol. <laughs> Now I see. Here's here's the, the fucking thing. twenty dollar Walmart special. Here's you the thing. See through. At least spray paint it. Come on. Here's the thing. Oh wait. Hold on. Okay. Okay. None that Josh Josh. That's how we get freaking banned. Do not put the. No, do no, not grab the Glock. Don't grab the Glock. I'm not having the Glock. Which I'm kind of like worried about. The, just that just in general. Just don't grab a gun. Period. No. Just stop. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's specifically a Glock. Just don't grab one. Was making a joke, okay? I lost it. I, I had another BB gun that was black. Whatever. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things is so now that everybody's like, oh my god, guns are on like TikTok and shit. Everyone's freaking out about it. There's, there's this video of a guy with a full auto Glock 18 with a 50 round drum mag. And uh, he goes to a range, and on the bottom, there's this little disclaimer that says, Not a real gun. Yeah, as he's them. fucking throwing fucking lead down range. That's amazing. I see the. I, 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 I brought a real weapon. Tiger Woods' ex wife used this on him. I think it works effectively. Uh, I, have a, I have a saber haha, on my wall. <laughs> a, ca- nice. a cavalry saber. <laughs> but yes, that's my home defense there's, weapon. There, there's but something... in Canada, here's how it works. Where the someone fuck? Where the someone fuck has to break that? into my home also with a cavalry saber in in order for Wait, me what? to yes it, it 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 so it's use of equal force so if someone breaks into my house with a gun i'm able to use a gun if someone breaks into my house with a baseball bat i'm able to use a baseball bat if someone breaks into my house with a sword i can use my sword okay but like that's about it <clears throat> say that someone comes into your house with a mace right someone comes into your Okay, he's pulling out a knife. Okay, I was about to say, uh, if someone comes into your home with a with a fucking mace, right? Like a medieval mace, and you do not actively own one. Can you challenge him with a spear? Uh, probably. I imagine. I imagine in court, you could absolutely, like, you know, be like, "Hey, you know, guy came in with a mace. I have a spear. This seems same era." <laughs> Okay, 
Spear is mightier than the mace, clearly. It was a better weapon. I don't know. That's why he's dead. Um, <laughs> and you've got yourself... What what bayonet is that? A KR-98 Mauser. Bayonet. Oh, he has a... Yeah, his car, his car 98 Mauser knife. Um, but it's funny thing about Mace, another story. Somebody one time what was going to start to walk out with a bunch of stuff that they stole and what they used to like threaten our security guy with was bear mace. Oh, that's no joke though. That is no joke. The man yeah, walks up. Fuck you up, man. The, the man walks up. He's like, like he's literally about to stop him and like talk to him. He goes like this and holds up this like this giant can of bear mace on him. And, I, and he's just like, all right, girl, they don't pay me enough. <laughs> oh, do you, do you did you see what I posted in Lounge um, earlier today? No, the no. picture I I posted a picture that said uh, that my coworker wrote on our because we have a tip out sheet, so we make sure we everyone gets tips. It's called uh, minimum wage, minimum effort. That was oh, basically yeah, the that. that was basically the rule of the day, and I was like, I think, I think my favorite quote is uh, "skilled labor isn't cheap, and cheap labor isn't skilled." Exactly. Yeah. That that's my favorite quote because it's true. I mean, fuck, it, you want someone like I understand everyone's wanting the minimum wage to rise, and I get it. I totally do. I understand but if, it. Let's say if you're a fucking plumber or a someone who actually has a skill that's useful, maybe an electrician, uh, they shouldn't be paid a California rate fifteen dollars an hour. I think they should be paid more like twenty, twenty two dollars an hour. Maybe your you plumbers that... are making fifteen dollars an hour. No, 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 they're not. That's they're minimum not. wage. That's no, minimum. Well, wage. well I, I, that is actually state minimum wage in California is fifteen dollars an hour. So oh, yeah. you guys have higher fucking minimum wage than we do. Yeah, we do, but you got to remember that inflation and prices here are a lot higher, oh, and so is our taxes. I, I li- I'm two hours north of Toronto, man. Like it's fucking leaked up here. I can't buy a house for under seven hundred and fifty thousand, and I live don't... in a shit pot town with literally nothing. I'll talk yes. with that uh, after <clears throat> podcast. But for all of you, uh, get a fixed rate loan. Uh, but yes, uh, but yeah. So basically, fifteen dollars an hour, but they should be making at least twenty two starting. I was going to be making that climbing. Uh, if I had passed this assessment, but climbing up poles to set up for charter at twenty twenty dollars an hour. Hell, a Bank of America out here, I think, was going to give everybody twenty four dollars an hour for a teller for twenty hour days. I started climbing towers, and I'm talking like four hundred foot towers at sixteen bucks an hour. Lightning. That's what I did it for. No, yeah, no, no, rigor. Oh, rigor. Rigor, I would. Yeah. I, I was going to be alignment, climbing poles, and doing running oh, wires poles, and shit. Poles are fucking nothing, man. I love short shit like that. That was like a fucking gravy day for us. We'd show up to like a hundred foot tower, and be like, "Yes, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> we don't have to climb very far today." <laughs> Woo! Yeah, bro. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, by the time it, I left, I, I was running a crew out in uh, BC. God, it was gorgeous. But uh, yeah, I was making twenty nine by the time I left. But that took six years to get to, and yeah. a lot of jumping companies that's like a huge think, part of the industry I, th- I think warehouse work too out here I, it's a little different for you i know in nevada but warehouse work we're making when i was about to do warehouse work i was making about like two, also be 23 24 bucks an hour yeah that's what i'm making 20 60 70 60 70 hour work weeks no 40 hour work week but oh it's 40 hours but overtime i'm throwing yeah. in there plus so our time and a half fuck overtime <sighs> i don't mind it actually i well I don't mind it where I work at currently, but I would have fucking hated it. If I, I used to work like 100, 120 hour weeks and it fucking just burns you out. I'm at the point where I'm like, I just want to enjoy life. Oh, That's I it. was during during COVID. <laughs> I was working about 
about 80, 90 hour weeks. I wasn't getting to 120, but I was a part time position. So I was like, why the fuck am I working this much every week? Yeah. So yeah. From, I, I, I was, uh, I was a, uh, I, I dabble. So I got into construction a little bit because that's what everybody does when they drop out of college and, uh, you know stuff like that, but they I came. Labor work. I came this close to starting construction, and <laughs> this uh, close. and so I, I started building contract work. And this is before the statement in which California got raised. I was I they struggled to or like they the person that hired me uh, started me at a fourteen an hour with like no wiggle room for a while for a raise, and then uh, a guy from a union approached me and was like, "Look, entry you get sixteen an hour, and this is this is how this is." I'm not a huge fan of unions just because they push one-sided agendas a lot. But one good thing about the unions are they do take absolutely great care of you. Um, uh, so entry level for first-stage apprentice for metal framing and drywall uh, was uh, 16 an hour. And then by your year seven and you complete your apprenticeship, you'll be making about 40 to $46 an hour. That's not bad. Um, not bad at all. But, of course... The thing is about construction is the ridiculous long long work weeks and for a solid month I didn't like ha- I didn't have a single day off. It was, you know, you work your you know Monday through Friday and then like we we'd be rushing to finish a job so we have to stay Saturday Sunday get that overtime pay and so I, after a while I was just like okay I'm done with this. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of people out there are getting called me bitch for that. In a way, yes, it's true, but it's just the line of work that's not for me. I like I like building. I like building stuff, but at my own pace, honestly. Uh, um, the, I gotta I so. gotta ask though, in your personal because you guys have done it, would you rather been paid for by the job or by the hour? Oh, by the hour, absolutely. By the hour, yeah. Because yeah. you because the, the whole problem by the job though, because well, at least in construction anyway, it's completely varied. Yeah. Like in in Saber's case, he could be on a job for months. Right. It would all mm-hmm. depend. He could be working in a fucking home and doing it. And that would only take him, let's say, I don't know, f- fuck two weeks to finish. But he could also be doing a high rise and it'd be, you know, two whatever. Years. It's just yeah. It, yeah. It, it's it's so all over the place is impossible. And for us, fuck, I could be on a tower, a single tower for three days or fucking three weeks. Like it just it, it always changed. That was like one of the I, big things. You guys are talking about towers. I was watching a documentary about uh, 9-11 right now. I was like, shit, I keep Why hearing you the about 9-11 right now? Um, that's September. But right now, during the podcast. Oh, earlier, before we started the oh, podcast. Okay, okay learn how to use your uh, your uh, your words there, please. I was wa- still not good. I don't speak proper English. <laughs> I yeah. speak Spanish. The company, actually, the company I work for also was, like... I think the smallest job that I worked on was, and it was the last job I worked on. It was a elementary uh, elementary school that was being built from the ground up. Um, yeah. Before that, I started at a hospital wing extension, and then after all that, if I would have stayed, I would have been sent to L.A. to work on the Ram Stadium. Oh, so if I, uh, or you could have worked on if your construction company worked on it, the Chinese building they built out here. There was a skyscraper they built. Probably my probably my company worked on that one too. My the company I yeah, worked for because... is, the, is the largest metal framing drywall company oh, uh, for commercial work. By far, they probably would have been working on this 
weirdly shaped. It's like straight, and then it goes out, and then it goes like this to finish up the top. Like it's a little bulge at the top. All right. It has a little helicopter pad. But uh, I think that's enough real world talk for to for this podcast. Half an hour in right a, now. Uh, that was an enjoyable talk, by the way. We got yeah, to learn a lot about. I enjoyed us. it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We'll have a little bit more often. Maybe a little bit shorter than that. Of course, this is a geeky kind of podcast, of course, but uh, we not, never hurts to throw in some real world uh, applicable but, stuff there. Uh, but that but, showed you how manly we are because we've done different types of jobs, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't consider it manly. I was still a bitch. I hated it. I just did it. Same. The, the money, bro. Same. That's why I fucking hated warehouse work, dude. Yeah. Uh, but moving forward, so of course this is the month of September. Uh, I think Battlefield has a Battlefield has announced that the betas for sure are going to be coming this month, and then I think is it literally next month that we get the game. Is October? Yeah, yeah. I October believe so. October. October. Yeah, October so. Okay, little... so here's a question actually about Battlefield because okay. a, fr- a friend of mine watched the new gameplay trailer. Right? Yeah, it's not. Yes, Okay, so his concerns, which I never really thought of, but he was like, uh, he goes, I'm a little concerned about it. I was like, why? And he goes, it looks a little Call of Duty esque. Like, there's not much mm-hmm. recoil. The movement seems a little like not Battlefield ish. Now, I don't necessarily see it, but I don't know if like any of you guys are kind of like I that. Think, or... I know, okay, so here's my thing. So Battlefield has always, like at least Battlefield 3, I think he might be looking at the chaos about it. And I understand the recoil concept of it, but, if he, but if, at least I remember because I've been playing Battlefield 4 again recently. I remember like base gun, base guns, horrible recoil. And you grind yeah. so hard to get those attachments to where you have zero recoil. And I think that's what we're just seeing in those gameplay footage is just basically guns with attachments that give you that zero recoil because Battlefield always has had guns that gives you zero recoil. It's just a matter of unlocking those attachments. Yeah, and that's kind of what I figured as well, but it was more yeah. of a, you know, it's it's also beta or alpha footage or whatever the fuck you want to call right. it. I guess it would be beta at this point. But... uh yeah, it's just kind of a matter. I don't know. A lot of people were uh, talking about their their early access gameplay shit as well about mm-hmm. 2042, and they were like, oh, yeah, this one thing was, you know, the, the I guess there was a stim for this one chick, one of the specialists, and it was yeah. way too overpowered. You could revive someone, like, halfway across the map. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's the same thing. Dealt, they've already dealt with it. They've already done that shit, and I'm like, this is good. I'm enjoying this. DICE is finally doing something about something. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the gameplay trailer right now because it just it's just the new classes and i can see why he says the whole like um like, recoil? no recoil stuff yeah, I it's, that too. they do have a lot of like foregrips and shit and a lot of stuff was upgraded so i could understand i mean and... like, here's the thing is that battlefield <laughs> if battlefield needs to they're getting it's a large scale game large scale i think it's 120 player servers right 120 we're yeah. like 60v60 just... on this so the thing is, is that they got they got what they have to focus on and really work on is uh, making sure that there's proper gameplay control and gameplay flow, um, wow. and they're not trying to have squad length matches like an hour and a half. And so if you have but, if you if you throw in realistic like like weapon recoil and stuff like that into a game like that, your the game matches are going to go for much longer because people are going to be more insensitized to actually just you know just camp basically because they can't just do running gun so they gotta allow for running gun to be implemented into the game especially on large-scale maps with large-scale warfare <laughs> otherwise the gameplay would be way too slow that's understandable yeah, especially for battlefield that is a fa- supposed to be a fast-paced shooter while it takes a little bit longer like games shouldn't be two hours for battlefield it should be at least 
I would say 30 minutes the longest if you're doing like a rush campaign or a conquest campaign. Mm -hmm. But like not as short pace as like Call of Duty, which is a five, six minute game, which right. for if you're, if you're getting killed like a shit ton of times feels like 30 hours. But um, there's a there's a fine line, but there is also a fine line they got to do where not like I feel like the some guns should have a recoil, but punch hard. And then there's your guns that don't have little have little recoil like an SMG or something, but takes a little long, like a little longer on the, I, on, the t on the time to kill. Uh, well, because I've, at the same time, like I don't want to spawn die simulator either. I don't want I, like I, like I'm down for pure chaos in a video game, especially a game on a scale like Battlefield. But I just don't. I don't want spawn die, spawn die, spawn die. I don't want that. Well, I mean, you can get that in Battlefield no matter what, but. What I saw in the trailer, like the last clip they showed was the revolver. It, I mean, it looked like a normal recoil revolver, but the way he fucking spun around, which is still like acted, by the way, uh, he didn't fucking recoil that shit at all. Like as soon as he fired that shot, maybe like a second delay to the second shot from without recoil. Mind you, uh, I firmly believe that in games like <clears throat> even Tarkov, for instance, right? You're supposed to be a trained military professional. You yeah. should have good recoil mitigation. You yeah, should have yeah, a good yeah. idea of how to fire a firearm, right? You yeah. shouldn't be some civvy off the street that's never shot a gun before that's just like, I have an AR all over the fucking place. Right. Or, you know? uh, so, or that meme where he, a guy fires the AR, fucking hits his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, for all those specific games, I do agree. Like, they should at least have some recoil control, at least know how to aim, aim bot a little bit, you know, because why not? But at the same time, only time recoil control would not make sense is like, let's say if you're getting shot at, where where your adrenaline is more pumping in game, where it has that in squad base where it makes the screen a little darker around you, and you can't really aim as but well. But well, I mean, that recoil, recoil shouldn't be. Squad's a bit different, I, like. Most games like Call of Duty and whatever, you get the flinch, right? Yeah, the like flinch. You're, you're under fire, you get flinched. Yeah. Right? And then you're thrown off, but... And then you're dead because you couldn't find the guy shooting at you. Uh, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Like, honestly, that's going to be... Like, gunplay in general is going to be a huge factor that goes into the battlefield because the last two... Like, at least the last two installments, gunplay was severely different from Battlefield 3 and 4. And you definitely felt it with those older guns. And I, I don't know if it was just to compensate for those older guns or it was a, just a new, like, style that they were trying on their engine. But I wasn't really a huge fan of gunplay in the last two installments of Battlefield. And so I'm hoping that the new installments returns <clears throat> to those kind of, like, grassroots of Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4. Because at, at the end of the day, this is those two games is, is exactly what fans want the game to feel like. Oh fuck! Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, That's of course. Exactly what we want. I, I miss Battlefield Three. I miss. Oh, <laughs> Battlefield. I, we can still play it if you want on PC. It's oh, it's still popping. Oh, it's just a hack fest now. No, it's not, uh, depends on depends on the server. There's but, some servers they do care, and there's others they don't. I play Operation Metro like 24 hours because that's the one they actually give a shit about hackers, mm -hmm. and. Other than that, I, I don't bother with any of those servers. I'm not really yeah. messing with too much of those old Battlefield games. They're fun to play for a few minutes, but then like it's very repetitive and just like, especially since everybody's an ace pilot now, it gets a little boring. But <laughs> I, that's, that's why that's why I'm trying to play Battlefield Hardline. Get a group of guys to play that game because it's not it's not really a Battlefield game per se, but it is a fun, stupid game to play with your friends for about like a like a couple hours, then delete it. I know I'm alone. I know I'm alone on this hill, but I call Battlefield Hardline a Battlefield game just without helicopters and freaking fighters. <laughs> Saber, Saber, you take that back before I disconnect you. <laughs> Here's the whole thing though, okay? Because I'll I'll agree with Josh on this one. 
It's not a very great Battlefield game, but it is a good game. I enjoyed the yeah. fuck out of Hardline. Oh, it was so really, fun. really fun, but I wouldn't put it into the same concept or I, even category as like being a Battlefield game. I think I think that they were trying to push a little bit more gadgets on us, which is what I see now in 2042 when I was watching the trailer. Like I said, I just watched it two minutes ago, and a lot of the gadgets they had in the game actually varied from Battlefield Hardline, like uh, the grappling hook and uh, the the stun pistol probably or the pistol healing pistol probably would have been in, in, in Hardline. I don't think they were testing out gadgets for a release tile that took what ten years after Hardline released yeah. to freaking release. <laughs> no, Hardline, what I, no, I'm not no. saying that they tested it. I'm not saying that was a test platform. What I'm saying was the game got released this, and then they had these items in Hardline. I think that was the general direction they were going to start to move it in before they went to Battlefield One. Well, the whole and... thing is, is we look at Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3 had a shit ton of gadgets in it. It's not like it's this new concept for Battlefield. Like, it Battlefield didn't have Hardline like... was a flop. Like, Oh, it was. It, it just didn't have, like, grappling hooks and other shit that you're starting to see in 2042. Hard, uh, like, <clears throat> Battlefield 3 had a lot more realistic things. Like, I mean, there's not, like, it does have grappling hooks and shit, but not in Battlefield 3. Uh, yes, it has, like, the EOD. with an EOD bot. Absolutely EOD, realistic. EOD, well, EOD bot. I mean, is is a little bit. I said a little bit, not fucking completely. A little bit more realistic. The EOD bot, the drones, and little shit like that. Nothing crazy, but it was there. It's, it's more like robotic stuff. This time, you can grapple to one side of the mat or one side of the building to the other. You can with the parachutes and all that shit and whatever. You could use a stim pistol like like you're playing Dock and Siege, and uh, fuck what else, what other shit that you have in there for those characters that they have which i'm still disappointed in because uh, oh, oh there goes saber's oh. camp oh it's back what i mean can he uh, saber was unimportant for like two seconds oh. um i'm trying to fix uh, a little bit of a lag issue but it looks like it's not gonna happen oh uh, well but it does it does bring up like what about like if you don't want to use those characters can you use like base I, class I, characters? I, I believe they've talked about it, and yeah, there is like a base class character. The whole thing is, is that why would you go to a base class character if I you mean, have the ability to revive people, grappling hook, you know, the the sentry gun, all of that? Why would you want to go to a normal person anyway? It opens because, up a large avenue, and not to mention they're not the only four that are in the game, right? That's just no, four. That's just, I, think or, like, I think like at twelve. I think yeah, 12, I think right? looking at twelve. But the thing is, what if you don't want to be that fucking character? Like, yeah, they have cool, cool shit. But like, are you kidding I don't... me? I'm getting a grappling hook every time. That motherfucker's Canadian. That never happens. I <laughs> well, am always but, grappling hook. <laughs> like, but <always>. like, <laughs> like, what I'm trying to say is, I want to use those like those abilities, and I get there only on those characters. But how about like, let's say if we could use those abilities and you know have a different custom character that I want to use the entire time. I don't want to fucking use that character. I want to use. Uh, whatever character I create or however the fuck I make it and use those abilities to make it it's not that they're unbalanced just make it like I want to use it and use be different I guess I think so I think they talked about that where the ability slot so for instance the Canadian dude with the grappling hook uh, you can remove the grappling hook off and have it for someone else but you you don't get like the bonuses and stuff takes up that item slot kind of thing. I, I think uh, that's the idea behind it. Like certain people do better with certain gadgets, hmm. which I guess would make guess, sense, right? I mean, that seems pretty fair. So uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like to me, the biggest issue about Battlefield, at least the main concern that I'm gonna have for the game, because it's a very real issue that can happen, and something that like the issue that's fallen in with Call of Duty is weapon meta. 
So in previous Battlefield titles, you really don't have to worry about weapon meta because not everybody Every- could use the same gun. You know, uh, well, because- everyone everyone started with the same weapon, and they ended up realizing sometimes the starter okay, weapons were. But the what, shit. what I'm trying to get to the point is, is that in this new system, the way that it's supposed to work is that that whole new like the whole like selecting your classing and the guns are there. There's certain guns assigned to those classes is that that's no longer going to be a thing and that everybody's going to have access to the same guns. Yes. Yeah. I think that was the idea behind it, yeah. And that, of- that's the main concern that I have because I don't want there to be a weapon meta and there will definitely be a weapon meta. Because- I can't see it, though. Because like in, in previous Call of Duties, right, or, oh, my God, Call of Duties, in previous Battlefield. Battlefields, like Battlefield 3, for instance, the M16A4 was, like, top dog. Yeah, that yeah was but it was only able to be used everyone. by certain. But but only be. It was only used by medics. Yeah. It was only used by medics, and for you to get it on the Russian side, you had to completely max out medic. Because I did that just so I could use the M16. I was, if I could bring up my stats with the M16, I was now, fucking. Can you got imagine to. if ninety percent of the people on the ninety percent of the people in the server are all running M16s? The game uh, would be broken. Sure, but we're not looking at something like a battle royale where you dying really matters, right? Like, you're looking at a game where you're constantly in there. I don't like, want a Call nice, of Duty thing where I just see the entire kill feed, MP5? like, where, like, freaking MP5 or MP, or M4. I don't think we're going to see it. Like, Battlefield 4 is a perfect example. I was a massive sniping person in Battlefield 4. And Snipers are most not, of the like, sniper rifles have the same damage. They just look no, different no, no, and perform a little that, different. That's not the point I'm trying to make, though. I'm like, what I'm trying to say is, is that there's going to be a gun out there that 90 percent of people will use, no matter what, you know. Yeah, like, like what, what like, spe- no matter what specialist they are. No, no, no. I, I know what you're getting at. What I'm trying to say is, is that, they're, like, they're probably going to be doing that exact thing with all of the guns. The assault rifles will be doing the same damage. It's just what you're comfortable with or what you think's cool. Yeah. But fire rate might be a little bit different. Whatever. But like, whoa, whoa, I don't whoa. Know. I, why I is Canadian think... like full? <laughs> I'm like full screen now. It. Okay, so <laughs> with with that, like, we can see the meta disappear, right? Yeah. Like Battlefield Battlefield Three, sure, but I mean, everybody had access to the M16. It was the first gun you unlocked. Look, I, you just I had to be a medic. No, nothing yeah. prevented you from being a medic. Right, like I, everyone could run medic and run the M16 if they wanted to, but not everyone did because there's a well, variety of different things. And when there's like, a variety, unlike Call of Duty, mm-hmm. because Call of Duty in Warzone specifically is very competitive, right? People are always wanting it, so you want that best gun because you want to be able to team wipe. And Battlefield doesn't fucking matter. You're just running in there having a good time. If there's a gun you really enjoy, then you're fine. Like I've never seen a meta weapon in a Battlefield game. Maybe the one Nuke mentioned, the M1 Grand at one point, but they fixed well, that stuff, right? Well, it like, was the M1 the Grand in well, Battlefield. Then they, made, then they made the M1 Grand useless, though, at that point. Yeah, they did. But the USAS-12, a shotgun that was only to the engineer in Battlefield 3, also became a metagun. He had frags, he also, which he had to unlock, by the way. Uh, but that type of weapon was also like super broken until they, until they debuffed it. But for Battlefield 4, specifically, because you brought that up, Battlefield 4 also had the mixtures of different weapons like carbines, DMRs, shotguns, and yeah. uh, and SMG. No, not SMGs. What the fuck? No, it was carbine, shotguns, and... Um, DMRs? DMRs, that was it. Those were the so, three slots just, everyone could use. Yeah, so, I mean, doing it that way did help a lot because I could be a recon class with a DMR, giving spawn points and shit. Or I could be an engineer with a fucking... 
with a with a, a carbine yeah. or a shotgun, whatever I wanted to use to different differentiate the battlefield. So like each system, each difference makes it up. I didn't have to use SMG. I could use a shotgun, which I did. I did like that. Was kind of like where you where they're going in that direction for twenty forty two, and putting it that way, putting it in that context. It seems like a good idea. None of the guns were broken. Like each class had their own. I mean, like rifles, machine guns, and shit like that. But they were all well balanced enough that you weren't breaking the bank on each yeah. other. And let's say if the DMRs and the or were broken for everybody, or the shotguns or whatever, uh, at least all classes had the ability to use it. And it would <clears throat> it would have been a meta. But from what I saw in Battlefield Four, there was not really any meta gun like it was the usa 12 or the m16 in battlefield 3 there was more of a a balance which made it pretty equal for and everybody at that point then all i gotta say is, is that you know we, because you know there's stuff there's guns that just somehow they always slip through the crack end up being completely broken at launch it ruins the game for the first couple weeks and then they finally fix it so hopefully yep. there isn't that issue and we, everybody can just enjoy the game at launch with just your state because i'm not expecting a flawless game at launch i'm expecting there to have be, you played i'm expecting you played battlefield at launch <laughs> battlefield yeah. three four hardline one five were all complete garbage yeah. but, i mean I battlefield... they were garbage but they were a little bit broken for sure oh dude the glitches were hilarious um <clears throat> but yeah no that's that that's the thing with battlefield and i'm hoping that like i know the beta doesn't really change much for it, but I'm hoping that those meta guns that they have before they're all, like let's say like the starter weapons, because usually the starter weapons are the most broken of all the fucking battlefield ga- guns because they're the most like those are the easiest to get upgraded. Uh, but yeah, so but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that's what we're also getting this month with uh, September uh, in terms of video games. Uh, Call of Duty will also be releasing their. Uh, Early access open betas this month. I think and actually the next couple weekends. I think that's what they're going to do because they just wrapped up their stuff with the PlayStation exclusives, and then they're going to be moving to Xbox and BattleNet, and then open access on all platforms. And it's going to be kind of fun. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually interested in that game. I know not a lot of people will be out there interested in Call of Duty anymore at this point. So that was just my quick mention of it. We'll move on from there. Um, but yeah, that's uh. That's what's mainly going on this month in September for video games, unless you guys heard any other news. Um, not really. Um, did you hear anything in Alien? Yeah, <laughs> it's just the AAA titles. There's one game I bought today that I've played that I've been enjoying. It's called Sprocket. It came out in August. It's an indie game. You you basically morph a tank into whatever the hell you want and attempt to do different scenarios. It, it's fun as hell. Cool. <laughs> like, oh, so that's what you were playing earlier. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's that's... good stuff. It's cool. Yeah, I thought you were playing Tank Builder Simulator. This, uh... No, like this one, you can like morph your turret. Like, I don't know. I've made some ridiculous stuff. I made the mouse version too, which doesn't move very fast, but has a massive ass cannon on it. It's a fun time. I played, uh, I've been playing AC4 again because that nostalgia talk we had last week would make me want to see if it did hold up and uh, it. It didn't. Uh, it's, well, it's at least we've come to that conclusion. <laughs> it. I mean, it was the the once I got it, and I was like, yeah, I really don't want to upgrade my ships all over again. I even I even went through the PlayStation Store and bought everything that was for Assassin's Creed Four. Luckily, everything was on sale. It cost me to buy everything was about maybe thirty two dollars. 
for a game or like a 12 year old game i don't even think you can buy like call of duty 2 for 34 dollars yeah Pretty it was still like 50 bucks yeah but it was just not it was clunky it was it was just as buggy like i i thought it was buggy on my switch then i bought it on the playstation 4 and it was still just as buggy on the on the playstation 4 and i was just like huh they never fixed this issue and they re-released this game like 10 16 years later it was ubisoft what do you expect <laughs> that's pretty much where i'm at with it like Actually, fuck, they've been you, they've been milking siege for years i just realized something you mentioned ubisoft there's a Another title we're getting out this year to the, a sequel of a major franchise, and that's freaking Far Cry Six. Oh, oh man, that, whatever, that, Far Cry. I thought that comes out next year. No, it comes out this no, year. It's coming out this year. It's coming oh. out in like December. I don't know. Like Far Cry Five was so boring that I just Far Cry Five had a, it had a cool storyline. Cool storyline. I, I played New doubt. Dawn. It was so repetitive. I loved New Dawn. Far Cry, I didn't play, I didn't play it, Far Cry 5 is the biggest issue for me, and it's a weird... I don't know. Repetitive? It's a little repetitive. More, oh. And way too much freaking branching, like, like too, way too many different, like, little small tasks to 100%, 100% complete the game. Cause yeah. You, you can either complete the game in, like, less like less than, like, I think, like, four hours if you just focus the main the main quest, or, like, it'll take you, like... For me, in like a regular sitting of like you know five hour game sessions or so, it took me like three days, one hundred percent the game. But there just was so much to the game, and the, you're right, it was repetitive. It's like you do this sector, and then you do the exact same in the next sector, and then you do the exact same thing in the other sector, and like, like there wasn't really that much of a challenge to doing any of those realistically, it, and did, did, like Far Cry Four, like it was just as repetitive as Far Cry Four. But at least for Far Cry 4, there wasn't as many challenges because okay, they're like they. The last good one was Far Cry 3. Far Cry oh, 4 by was far. Far Cry 3 with a, a new location, same shit. Far yeah. Cry 5 was a little different. The one thing. Did you guys ever play New Dawn? No, I didn't get no, to. I didn't get a chance to play that one. Okay. New Dawn is how I feel Far Cry should go. It's kind of like Borderlands where you shoot people and you get the damage numbers come up. It's fucking ridiculous you get superpowers you do the whole bit it is amazing good fun it has that repetition to it but i mean i'm, I'm that kind of guy where i'm like running around ooh, piece of candy right and like you know you do that and then you're off doing your own thing but well i mean you haven't seen me play witcher that's the whole fucking thing i do I just, witcher's brutal. I'll be honest, I 30 dude. hours and i'm nowhere close you have it oh dude i spent i think when i finally got 100 percent on it it was like a was that 95 that yeah Josh loves like in the. Dark. You need to calm the fuck down. Okay. Witcher Three is my favorite game. I did. <laughs> I did it. I did it on my plate. I have. I have four or five versions of that game. I have it on the Switch. I have the PS4, Xbox, PC, and then I think I have. You're personally responsible for the Cyberpunk incident. I so, was so excited for Cyberpunk. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, back to what where Far Cry flopped the most for me though honestly I think I could have gone past of how the game's like mechanics and the structure of the game worked but the setting didn't grab me like what I found like I thought it was cool like how Far Cry 4 what like you know not like people like Far Cry 4 is my first Far Cry game and um 
I never played. I have never played Far Cry Three either. But Far Cry Four, I thought it was cool because it yeah. created its own scenery and kind of like based itself in like this Himalayan, like kind of like a very this, Kevin moment. Yeah, and like you could do so much stuff. You know, you can go up to the top of a mountain, freaking glide your way across the across the map if you wanted to. Uh, There's just like a lot of cool things to do and something I'd never seen before. But like a setting of like Montana, just like <laughs> it's like like don't get me wrong, Montana is yeah. a beautiful state and everything like that. But I live in America and I've like I've seen it like a thousand times and it's just not like eyeing to me anymore. It was a very like the map was huge but very very flat. But Y'all are give me an aneurysm, all right? This man decided a hundred percent Witcher multiple times. So you're pointing no at Saber for, okay. for me. Saber started on Far Cry 4? Fucking what? Okay, the okay. funny you part... You haven't the, played 3. Listen, you didn't play listen, 2. Listen, the funny part... The funny part I was grew up in a very strict household where my first M-rated game was until Call of Duty 4, and my dad kept a very close eye on what games I played. Wait, you oh, didn't... Man, you were you played Call of Duty 4? Wow, my first game was Grand Theft Auto 3. I said first oh, M game, first M-rated one? game. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3. Actually, no, <laughs> actually, no, I take that back. Halo 2 was my first M rating game. Halo 2. Yeah, Halo 2 is a good one to start on. Halo 2 is... But Halo 2 is a soft M rating. Like, my first hard hard M rating was Call of Duty 4. I mean, doing the shit you could do in Grand Theft Auto 3 at the time was awesome. Oh, God, uh, was my like mom took that game away from me. And then I got Vice City and loved it every single time I started the game over because I kept losing my memory card. And uh, I think we all did that. Honestly, Billy Billy Jean will start playing at the beginning of the first song that always plays on on Vice City. Always fucking amazing. But yeah, no, that sucks that you don't you only didn't play Far Cry Three. Far Cry Three is a fucking masterpiece. No, Saber. I, I excuse me. I, sorry I, for cursing. I, I play. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> I, the, I that was the first the one first, that I caught. I, the first one you caught. You, the first one you caught. But it's been multiple before. But anyway. Um, oh, I just curse. That's who I am. <laughs> I'm genuine. I know. Um, but let's see, what was I? Um, the games I did play in substitute of that was uh, Mercenaries. Mercenaries two. Oh, Mercenaries! Mercenaries so awesome. I've been dying to play Mercenaries again. It, I loved that game. That I'm, was the first I, game I think I ever actually 100. percent EA. Because it's EA's fault because they yeah. bought Pandemic Studios, took the and they so they hold the titles because they took Pan, because Pandemic was responsible for two of my favorite childhood games, Star Wars Battlefront series and um, Mercenaries Mercenary, Mercenary Two, yeah. and they were and Mercenaries Three was supposed to be based in India. I saw like this. There's early gameplay footage of Mercenaries Three that that is roaming out there that you can watch, and they bought Pandemic Studios, gave Pandemic an impossible task to do, and ended up just closing out the company to make up the cost which really sucks yeah i mean i mean mercenaries the too. First, did you play the I, first mercenaries i no. i actually own it but i haven't got a chance to, i because I, I got it off oh, of game man. pass i can sit, i can sit down it. and play the original one man oh my god it is absolutely phenomenal it was I, like grand theft auto holds nothing to the original mercenaries it was just so good I I know for for the comparatively would be just cause and just cause doesn't hold up as mercenaries did, no. like the different faction building that you had to do in in mercenaries just to make sure that none of the factions will kill each other to let it for me because I was being the diplomatic player, or let them kill each other however you feel like playing it and you can't do that really as much in just cause, it just it just it's not mercenaries like just cause tries so hard 
to be this type of open world polit political type thing where you get to control of uh, factions and to make sure they fight with you or fight against you or however you do it but it's not fucking not mercenaries oh mercenaries is that's uh, too good man mercenaries 2 was meh in comparison it was still okay it was fun i enjoyed it but it wasn't the first one. Yeah, while you're like, on this kind of like this drive of like reviving yourselves, bring back the Mercenaries franchise, please. Please, oh, also, please also, do. Also, if you guys are doing a Star Wars game, which I highly doubt you are, can you also bring that 1313 Star Wars game to light, please? Oh, I know you're, Hunter game. your your engine yeah, would be beautiful for that type of game. I think and since you that one's dead, I was very tempted to buy uh, Jedi Fallen Order again today. Fallen Order is super good. Fallen Order is really I love good. it. It was such a good game. The only problem is, is I wish there was more to it after. You know what I mean? I I hope they make a second. I hope Disney does not pull their license on this one because I want them to make a second game. I think Disney's they... trying to build build that game, those game characters into their current operations of post. I think. I think in some way, somehow, they're going to build him into into the Mandalorian because the guy who um, the guy who is the uh, character, the actor for the main, the Joker, uh, well, the, he's the, not the Jedi, yeah, he's, he's the Joker kid. He's, he's not the Joker. Oh, Technically, yeah. by DC, D, by what DC said, he's not the Joker, but he's a Joker esque. I mean, whatever. He's a legitimate actor, and. So there's a definite possibility they can bring him on into the Mandalorian and use him for the show. It would work great, honestly, if they wanted that would to do that. I mean, timeline-wise, it makes sense he'd be hiding. No, he, he already... no, he wouldn't be hiding anymore. The war's over. Well, in, in Fallen Order, he would he would have yeah. gone into hiding. Yeah, Fallen Order he... would have gone to hiding, but he would have come out as soon as he heard news of like Luke and everything like that. He could be, yeah. like it could like legitimately he either be hope, helping Ahsoka or he's just like like a rogue jet like rogue Jedi as character or oh. something. Or at this point, he could have given up on the order. You know, you never know. All, all well, he didn't give up on the order. If you play the end of the game, he actually accepted it. Um, but from what I remember, that gate that the character himself doesn't want to make a new Jedi temple because it's it's over and then at the same time he doesn't Darth Vader knows that he's alive right. so that he exists and if you know anything about Darth Vader's character specifically now the canon version of Darth Vader's character in the comic books he hunts down Jedi's like it's mm -hmm. it's a it's he's a game efficient Jedi hunter and yeah. he's really good at it so, so just be just because he knows that he's there, which was kind of what a little bit iffy on me when I watched Rebels, because just because he knows they're alive, Darth Vader does not give up unless it was something super important. Yeah, because like, Darth Vader doesn't make an appearance in Rebels after the fight with Ahsoka, right? Mm-hmm, because he finds Ahsoka and kills her in the but, show. Yeah, well, um, yeah, but then they go back but, in time and they... they yeah, they, they, whatever. They, 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 they did, a, they did a <laughs> Avengers on him. But... Um, but yeah, no, that's the thing though. Darth Vader does not give up. And then by the time by the time he killed Ahsoka, that was the start of the Death Star program and he was strongly involved with it. See, the whole thing is though is that towards the end of that game there, right? You you fight Vader. You know, sorry, it's spoil a game is 2 years oh, old. Oh, dude, 2 but years you, old you and fight, you, you fight Vader and like Kestis is dog shit. He's horrible. Yeah, he he's is. a terrible Jedi. Yep. Right? Like, sure, you're building him, but he's still technically, like, Padawan stage, right? He hasn't really gained all that much. He's learned more about the Force, but that's about as far as it goes. And then, so he just gets, you know, shit kicked in by Vader, almost dies, makes it out, you know, 
I, I guarantee if they were to do it canonically, it's probably like Vader's not even worried about this guy. Right? And he's or, so unskilled in comparison that there's no point. Let him be. Or or yeah. this could be the setup for a proper canon of Star Wars The Force Unleashed where he goes and tries to pick up an apprentice because he is raw power and can be trained either which way at this point. Fair. I mean, any Jedi could be raw power. But, but he, but he's he's a young he's he he ha, he he has not been fully taught, and so yeah, his training is still open. That's a huge thing about Star Wars and their lore that, you know, a and, Jedi needs to be taught or anybody he's possessing early Padawan stuff. Yeah, and 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 Darth Vader is, does look for an apprentice, which is true to help him take over and kill the Emperor, because that is something he tries to do multiple times. It's not the first time he does. Is there he any do comic it. book? Is there any comic series or book that remains canon to him having an apprentice? Uh, not that I know of. And I and I stopped reading the Darth Vader series after he got surround, uh After he tried to kill a couple Jedi, just I just couldn't keep buying them. But he he should be getting an apprentice, I guess, because the Inquisitors are kind of his apprentices. But they're like, they're not really an apprentice. They're more on his leash. Yeah, because like he's to... not, because an apprentice, you teach him everything that you possibly can to help master his skill. He's not going to teach the Inquisitors more than they need to know. Yeah, and then yeah. knowing knowing how the direction Filoni is going, because now that Dave Filoni and John Favreau are more in charge for Star Wars, yeah, he... I don't think they don't really want to go back and back in like do the galactic civil wars type stuff old republic do it give me yeah, old republic be really good old but republic please could be just dope. give me old yeah, republic old republic so would be dope but so much lore you can pull from there's literally so much there's content. literally a game there's, there's literally a game there's that a you game can pull from. there's endless freaking limitless amount of freaking stories and context and freaking there's just so much you can pull from it it's untapped I, potential and untapped like movie Freaking magic, ready to be made. I would watch that. They uh, should make a Clone Wars style series, which with which Vader trains an apprentice the same way any can train an apprentice in the Clone Wars. That would open up a canon Star Killer character. That would, but it's all based would, on yeah. whether or not they want to make another Darth Galactic Vader. Civil War era. Well, era. well, and that's if they want to fault make a canon that Darth Vader has an apprentice. Because up to this point, Disney wiped out anything that. Um, that Darth Vader had an apprentice, you know, so it's well, not not necessarily because they left a lot of space between um, yeah episode six and maybe whatever may, fucking episode they started with. with maybe uh, maybe the Obi ones, trilogy. maybe the Obi one series could mention something about it. Like, oh, that's possible. But the like, way that they build start, but the way that they build Darth Vader's character right now with everything is that he's one that just wants the power. He, he's still a very selfish being. And yeah. he he doesn't he I think to him having apprentice shows weakness because it's showing that he can't handle everything on his own and that he's looking for somebody to help him, and so that well, I don't I don't think that we're gonna get a Darth Vader apprentice in this Filoniverse. Yeah, I think so. I think I would agree with that. The only way I would see Darth Vader getting an apprentice would be after his duel with Ahsoka. If you think about it. Because he showed that he's stronger with her and without her, depending on who he is. Like, if he's Anakin Skywalker, he's strong with her. And then if he's Darth Vader, he's strong without her. But he also realized that he could be defeated 
with with the emotion he has with someone he cares for, and he can use that raw power to help him become stronger. That would that would be the only canonical way that I would see them doing that, where Darth Vader would want an apprentice. Yeah, Zach, you're right. There's years and years they can expand on, but like Josh said, it's a matter of whether or not they want to go back into the Galactic Civil War. Because at this at this point, there's not a lot of questions people want answered from the Galactic Civil War. The biggest one was answered in Rogue One on how the Death Star plans got to the princess, and it was amazing. But Benny Boffin, I loved that. It was there's so many people that hated it, and I was like, "It's so Dude, good." Rebels was, or Rogue One was oh, awesome. Amazing. Rogue One, like, honestly, was everything I, that Star Wars fans have been wanting in terms of like, because like that fe- that didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. That felt like a freaking military movie. It was absolutely awesome. Honestly, good. honestly damn good. I would I would watch a show based on the characters of Cassian Andor and his travels through the galaxy before now, he met Jyn Erso and how he was like uh, like an underground guy because when he shot that that uh that character in there spoiler alert when he shot that that guy he was meeting when the stormtroopers found him I was like oh dang they're going dark for this movie so and sorry and you're absolutely right but I also just remember one thing how I just said that I don't think they're going to expand more on the Galactus 4 and the Flow universe I just remembered that there is going to be a mini series uh, based on the uh, that that rebel spy leader at the and Ro- from Rogue One who uh, killed the uh, the messenger at the beginning at the beginning of the movie. Uh, Cassian, yeah. Cassian Andor, the one yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I they're, would watch that series. They're making was... a mini series based. Yeah, they're making a mini series. I believe huh. ba- uh, on you know based on him. Yeah. Right, no, but... I, I don't know if this is a hot take on this, but I would rather see. Star Wars series come out and continuously tell a story, then ever have another movie again. The Mandalorian yeah, is I that agree. fucking good. I agree. That, that, okay, I gotta say the regarding the Mandalorian because now the uh, have you have you seen both seasons now, Saber? Right? Oh yeah, of course. I I, I saw. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bill Burr's character, who I, I can't him. remember, the stormtrooper character, yes. mm-hmm. had such a high redemption arc in two or three episodes than all three movies of the of the jedi whatever the hell they're called the the three movies eight seven eight and nine oh the sequel a better redemption arc than that in three episodes oh, whose redemption arc of of bill, bill well, burr's character no i know bill bill burr's character, but which redemption adam arc driver talking? adam driver's character uh... ben solo because he got redeemed at the end when he made out with uh like here's, Daisy the, thing. here's the thing here's my here's my argument um, is it is entirely possible to, especially because Lord of the Rings proved it. Lord of the Rings proved a redemption arc in a single film for Boromir, and it worked great. They they did a redemption arc for Frodo in in the last half of the of the movie and built up a character development over the course of the three movies for Samwise game my long story short uh, is that the there is a possibility to making good story arc and gr- and good character development and redemption amongst three movies it's just all a matter who is in charge of it who is writing it who is directing it because the yeah. problem was with Disney is that Disney was just trying to find a director who would make them the most money and they went to JJ Abrams JJ Abrams He's not a good director. I'm sorry. He just he knows how to revitalize a franchise and use lens flares. He knows how to use reuse storylines and restructure them because like let's be honest, like he just he just reused stories from Star Trek to make Star Trek. He reused stories to remake 
you know the first Star Wars movie and then just smudged a bunch of crap together to put together the la- put together the last sequel movie for Star Wars. Oh, well, he's I mean, not I a good. He's not a good original writer. He's not a good original director. He is the master of remakes. South Park's South Park did it. You know, demonstrated that perfectly. They need to go out and find a director and writing crew who knows who can just use the assets at hand, but then knows how to make a good story around that. Which I'm surprised they don't know how to, considering they have the Marvel writing <clears throat> cast writing fantastic original story arcs for their Marvel, their Marvel movies. I mean, to be fair, like, yes, that is true. They have those people who can do that. For J.J. Abrams, I would only use him as a, like, design-type director. Like, his his movie was shot beautifully for Star Wars. Like, if you could be that type of style for director, and you could do the writing style of, like, Dave Filoni and stuff, which Dave Filoni's and, and John Favreau's versions of Star Wars were more of a dark, gritty type of thing, which I completely adored. Mm-hmm. But if you could do that type of like that art, that type of writing with the for the films, because films have to be that that, that lighter type of style, not the, like miniseries, because mm-hmm. you know Star Wars films are for children. Um, that'd be fu- that would be amazing. That would be like awesome because then you got that <clears throat> that that direct that art style for it with an actual story. That's the only thing I'll give J.J. Abrams credit for was the movies look beautiful I mean, every I, single time. To me, I enjoyed the movies. I'm not gonna lie. I, I enjoyed were, them. I hated them. Great from a lore standpoint, but they I were great. Enjoyed, they were great. They were, Star Wars they were beautifully shot movies. I would give them credit for that. I liked it watching it. There were some parts that didn't make sense. Dope as shit. Yeah. The the dope. the laser blasters and some of the stuff. It got a little more gritty than the older movies. I dig it. Okay, I'm on board. The, some of the firefights were cool. The dog fights were cool. You know everything like that. I'm more upset also, though, that we got the most subpar lightsaber duels that we've ever seen since episode four. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't care. care. Kylo and fucking, what's her name? Get together. I don't even see. Ray. That's how, yeah. Ray. 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 Ray, Ray, Ray no, I mean, them just acting like the, they're swinging freaking heavy clubs at each other. Like, vroom, No, not, uh, not them fighting. Them. I think it's the second movie. They fight the Imperial Guards. Oh, that was that so was the worst that was, that that was, was amazing. Okay, was, no, that was it. so poorly no, 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 no. Here's I, where I enjoyed it. No, I'm a simple-minded no. man, all right. I don't no, care about choreography. Let me, let me, you have no idea you. how cheesy the choreograph on that fight scene was. You have no idea how cheesy it was. Go back it. and watch it. Really pay attention to somehow the red guards are freaking reacting. And you. Oh can no! See I, I watched the breakdown of it. I don't care. Oh no! It's an action movie for me. It was a Cruise channel. <laughs> yeah, no. That, yeah, I think it was one of something like, but yeah. I, I've watched the breakdowns of it. I know the choreography was bad, but I just enjoyed it. It's nice. It's just, they, they, just, they were off tempo the entire I can time. I enjoy stupid enjoyment movies like The Expendables if they're just like you know, you know, I'm not expecting much. But with Star Wars, especially since like they're they're like let's be honest, Star Wars was going for Oscar bait with their movies. That that's no doubt about yeah. that. They were no. going for Oscar bait, but they did such a poor job, and I'll never understand why. Like, you can throw it because of politics and everything like that, but I'll never understand why Last Jedi became the highest-rated Star Wars movie on, by Ron Tomatoes ever. Because, oh my gosh, the plot of that movie and every story arc within it made zero sense. Well, it was... very lost the entire time. So, zero okay, so... <laughs> so, I actually it followed... It was cool as shit! That's I, all I care about! Oh, it was about. cool. It was cool. Okay, so no, I it was cool the... that they sent a freaking cruiser at light speed through a ship because, yes, that's how... Because that's just how spaceships work. It's just in light speed, they're just going really fast. 
Yeah, so I actually follow the story along to actually make it sense for myself. And I have told Saber this before, where I said all three episodes were just all three of the original series, just told in a different order. So episode five starts with them um, in their planet, but they were actually in their safe home, trying to leave in space, like how the end of episode five, they were all on the Nebulon B frigates. Why are you going to mix the original trilogy right now? Because I'm going to explain to you how The Last Jedi makes sense. Here's the whole thing, though, Josh. I don't care. Okay. I don't care that it doesn't make sense to me. It was cool. That's what I'm getting on I, about. I, I could make it make sense. sense. No, it, it was, was obviously, like, it was obviously cool because it it, makes sense. all three movies each grossed over a billion dollars. So, yes, the movies were cool. You want to know why I don't give a fuck that these don't make sense? It's the fact that The Mandalorian exists and that I care about. And that is amazing storytelling. And I, I'm going to love it. All right. Ray and everybody else. Okay. Luke's dead. Han's dead. Don't give a fuck anymore. I'm out. Oh, so. All right. That's a whole. I, I as disappointed as I was when Carrie Fisher passed, I was kind of like weirded out they made Han Solo a Force ghost. Yeah, wait, how does Han Solo yeah, become did, a Force? Yeah, why the hell is he a Force ghost? He wasn't it's, Force sensitive at all. It's canon. He's fucking me with a pistol. <laughs> it's literally canon <laughs> that you have to go through very, very, very specific training. <laughs> To even acquire the skill to freaking use the, the, your soul, your force to reappear on in the world, and here's Han Solo talking to Kylo because and yeah. like having a full on conversation with the boy. Okay, but the whole thing is, I don't think he was a force ghost in that though, because they didn't really perceive him to be a force ghost. He didn't have that blue glow. It was, like, it was kind of like a um, basically a PTSD attack for Ben. That's all it was. I He's guess. sitting there like, I, what am I, I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> and then has his little freak out and then does his thing and then ends up fucking dead and then you're like great solo's have never you, coming back have you okay speaking of that scene have you ever seen the the meme of general grievous getting lightsabers and he throws a lightsaber and grievous chase after it into the ocean <laughs> no but that's awesome <laughs> i'll, I'll, I'll send it to you later <laughs> i will just say though that uh kylo ren adam driver adam driver i am so sorry that you were forced to play a freaking little like emo teen who ha who was going through his going through his phase and then came out of his right. phase at the at the I, end I'm after thirty six years old. <laughs> and also, it's a good thing that they removed the removed the the story of uh, of uh, Palpatine creating uh, creating Anakin or you know whatever because because because. Oh my gosh, I, I can't get I can't get into this because it, it just goes on a whole rabbit hole of like <laughs> freaking somebody slept with I like actually legitimately slept with Palpatine after the events of you know of episode of episode three. I, I mean, was that woman blind? Yeah, I don't I don't want to get it's into like, it. He looks like a nut. Well, <laughs> I well, don't want to get into it. It makes zero sense to me because it's like the son. He looked normal. There was nothing wrong with him. He just ran away from his dad. I I want to know how also he became hunted by his dad. Uh, well, yeah, maybe, I have well, so here's, many questions. Here, can you imagine Palpatine sitting in bed, drops his robes, just looks at the chick, do it, <laughs> do it, strike well, I me down, strike me down. Well, I think, I, well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they were explaining how where his son comes from, Palpatine's son, and Palpatine's son was born before he got deformed and old. Um, that makes zero like, sense. How? No, that makes zero sense. Like, why would, why would they hide it in episode one? He two looks and three? like he's 30 after the, like, with Ray, who's a freaking. Um, I, that make, it makes zero sense. Well, he could have. Well, if he's. 
well, he, Ray when he was thirty, I think she was left behind at the end at Jakku, uh, which was about. But here's so the thing. May- but maybe 30, gotta, 40. But you gotta rem- remember, Ray's like in her twenties or so at, 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 the, at the events of close. Rise of Skywalker, which is was it forty? It's supposed to be forty years, forty years after the events of Episode Six. So she's twenty. She, actually, no, wait. That makes zero sense. That means she's supposed to be like forty, right? Because no. Well, here, here's the my thing. My brain hurts. Her, Palpatine's son had to be had to be full grown man by the time. The Galactic Civil War had started, which was twenty years after. So why was Ray's? So wait, why was Ray's family being hunted when she's? Because like I need. I, all right, I need to know how old Ray. So is so to so Ray Ray will be about 20, 23, 24. Uh, Palpatine's son would be enemy number one by the time of the end of the Galactic Civil War, which would be. She's nineteen. What. Like, <laughs> So what? they could have they could have had a child. I'm trying to figure this out. As I've stated, what it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> well, everyone sense. cool is dead. It's time to move on. Okay. I, I try. I'm trying. Trying to, I'm trying to make it make sense for Saber because he keeps asking. I'm like, this is how relatively it could make sense. Yeah, there's, no could have had, there's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Palpatine's son existed before the events of. Pal- of episode three, there's no way. There's no Palpatine's son could. Palpatine's son could have existed between episode two and three. No, he then, couldn't. There's no. Yes, way. he could. Yes, and he could. There's only two ways that someone had slept with Mr. Palpatine. Okay. Okay. One of which is they were blind and also couldn't feel, and the other one I'll put lightly as surprise sex. And I'm pretty sure anyone that would have slept with that. And knew what it looked like would have shot themselves with a blaster pistol pretty short after or finishing oh my God. or he could have um rough he could, go or he could have done the the sperm bank um what he's the that's... most powerful sith lord that's ever existed and he's gonna go to a sperm bank so like it's like it's a normal sunday I, I, <laughs> well he like, could like, well that type like, of style like, like he gives it away you guys, and, you gotta accept like the stupidity of some things. Like, there's plot holes. No, there's, there's no, plot holes the, in the original trilogy, but they're not as gaping as the as the plot holes. Like, it's easy to ignore the plot holes. Of, face looks like there's there's easy gaping. There's, the plot the plot holes in the original trilogy they're easy to ignore. You know, it's like whatever. The plot holes are like introduced in episode nine, just like okay, so Palpatine had a son. The son was the son was then the son then left left the empire, but then was hunted for some reason, and and, and Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter. There, it would have made more sense if what? Ray was Obi Wan's granddaughter. Yeah, I guess not really because oh, no. we already yeah. have a story arc for for. Uh... Yeah, it could have made a lot more sense. No. Yeah, you sit there with that smug fucking smile on your face. It's bullshit, and you know it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I could make it make sense, and I and I could tell oh, you how. It would have been perfect. It'll take me. It'll take me from, twelve steps, Canadian. It fine if Ray came <laughs> from nobody, or if Ray was the secret. Do- Ray should have just been the secret daughter of Luke. Okay, that that's how it should have been. 
Ray should have been the secret daughter that's of Luke. That's what I thought was going uh, well, on the whole That should have been the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole Mara Jade. Mara fucking Jade, bro. Mara fucking Jade. Because they're trying to continue that a Skywalker is the chosen one that would yeah, bring true balance. Mara Jade and Luke had a son. But yeah, I know. But named Ben, which is super fucking confusing. So when I see uh, Ben Solo, I'm like, what'd they do? It, yeah, take the story and twist it. Like so, I'm confused. Oh well, like they could have done anything, but they gave us what they fucking gave us. Okay, so we're gonna have to take it with a grain of salt and put it under the dirt that they that Disney's putting on top of it. Because guess what? They're getting rid of it. Which I should say no, no. You keep that right there, you Disney mother, Disney, Disney okay, motherfuckers. The whole thing though, without Disney, we wouldn't have the Mandalorian. Well, we with, no, without that, Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau, we wouldn't have the Mandalorian because we I had Dave Filoni gave us Clone Wars before without, Disney ever existed. Without Disney giving the money to Jon Favreau, right. we wouldn't have we wouldn't we have wouldn't Mandalorian. Have but but without Dis but without Disney, we would have a complete series of movies. Oh my gosh, my like everything hurts. Everything hurts. Such a great. I actually love this conversation right now because uh, because it makes zero sense. Everything like I see who your fucking allegiance is there. Your fucking empire tattoo on your arm. The empire was empire was far more effective than the first order. The first order were a bunch of kidnapped children who didn't know how to fight, and it just was just like. And I don't understand why they even introduced the kidnapped children at at, at episode nine. It made zero sense to do so because they were useless. Nineteen forties Russia. I'm not wrong. But, but the stormtroopers were supposed to be <laughs> freaking resemblance of Nazi Germany. And then they go and it's just, just like, oh my gosh. Lord oh, help. Oh, Jesus. What <laughs> happened? I can't. Uh, like, this one's going to stop looking at us so serious, okay? <laughs> this, I can't this hear whole, you guys. Not the conversation itself, just like, just the episode, the, the sequels legitimately hurt me. They hurt me so much. They, because. I, like I, I was one of the Star Wars fans that just like is looking for the solution, and I was not happy with what they gave us. See, for me, for me, I just looked at it as this is new stuff. I'm okay with it. It's been a while. Lore Game. stuff. <laughs> Clearly, it doesn't work all that well. Silent right? Nation. We're, uh, we're aware. Silent Nation. Canadian. If you want to read that comment, I'm not trying to invoke pain and freaking misery right now into anybody. I'm just my brain just hurts right now. It just pain, pain and misery. Canadian bacon is a leaner and meatier cut than his <laughs> descendant cousin, but it is pretty similar in preparation, except that it's not usually smoked and is often pre-cooked before saving. This stuff is best served on something like a classic eggs Benedict. Is he still what? fucking bringing that up, man? Silent. Silent, I fucking told you. New material. Come at me with something new. Something that was going to make me giggle, homie. I believed in you. You fucking disappointment. I brought a fucking helmet out. Just out of like nowhere. Just with Star Wars. That's all I got to say. Nope. Um, you, Canadian, you just, I brought a You're fucking helmet a out for material. <laughs> Snapple. <laughs> Snapple. <laughs> God, I love that fucking helmet, dude. It really is just like so sad and depressing that like they can make it movies. They can make movies. If they could focus on Old Republic because they could. They have they have they have so much material that they could make an entire film series about the Old Republic. 
just based on KOTOR, KOTOR 2, and the Old Republic. And guess what? They don't have to follow anything. I'm muting that. They literally can go create whatever storyline they want. There's nothing they need to follow. They can literally go and do whatever they want with that lore. They have characters they can work with if they want, or they can introduce new ones. The Old Republic is a blank canvas that anybody can work with, and nobody's lurking for this specific character storyline. If they want to bring Kylo Ren in, or not Kylo Ren, a freaking Revan or Malakin, they can or they want. If they don't, nobody cares. As long as they study, if they use... Like, I want to see a legitimate freaking Sith Jedi battle that's what i want to see i want to see the battle of, like the battle of mandalore the original battle of mandalore i want to see just freaking people clashing and killing each other and i want to i want to see something more towards the mandalorian side and bad batch where it doesn't involve a jedi to win a war or a battle or whatever it does i don't i want to see something that doesn't have a lightsaber in it. Yes. The people the Mandalore... lightsabers are cool. Lightsabers are awesome. I have four of them over there. But I don't I want to see a series where it doesn't involve the Jedi or lightsabers or anything. I want Did them you to make a whole glass of milk. Oh, it's not milk, buddy. <laughs> There's milk in it, but it ain't milk. <laughs> Good. Okay. What is wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. Is it Bailey's? No, it's a white Russian. Bailey's are oh. ba Bailey's and coffee sounds amazing right now. I yeah, would I would love to something to drink right now. But oh, but Canadian, tell me not, tell me not that the old Republic is just a blank canvas that any director can work with and come up with anything, and nobody will be upset about whatever. Wrong. Someone somewhere will find something to bitch about. I don't care. I mean, I'm saying the majority of Star Wars <laughs> fan base. I'm saying the majority of Star Wars fan base. Like, I don't care about the freaking KOTOR, uh, freaking, like, war Dude, babies, I... whatever, saying, like, oh, you need to follow the, the exact storyline of Revan and Malik. It's the most important feature of the old Republic and structuring mm -hmm. what Star Wars is today. No, it isn't. I want to see, see the Jedi Order be put into the bad light that they were in the old Republic. Oh, or by just, far. Or, yeah. yeah. Right? That, that, I want to see everyone's like Jedi's great, Jedi's great. Okay. No. Guess what? Someone had a vision at one point that was like red. Red's gonna be the death of us. And guess what? All they the killed. younglings wore red fucking armor. Do you know? And I the Jedi was like, "That's it, murder." Yeah. So, or or when they fuck when they went to war against the Mandalorians. By the way, they oh, did yeah. that Kotor out two. of they Kotor did that out of spite, though. Yeah, they did. Kotor two. <laughs> Opens up so much on like holy crap! Like Kotor 2's explanation of the Mandalor Mandalorian War sounds so freaking rev like I, I want I want I want to watch it with my own eyes. I want to see the Mandalorian War. I want to see Jedi go rogue and attack Mandalorians. I want to see Mandalorians freaking wield the power to take on Jedi and freaking kill them. I want well, to see that. They, I mean, they can. They gave us. Uh... They gave us Star Wars Vietnam in the Clone Wars series with those three episodes of uh, Utapau or whatever the 
planet was. No, no, but... no, no. You know exactly what I'm... you played Kotor two. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You, I want to see the Jedi Order fall apart because of the Mandalorian War, and I want to see the freaking war take place. It is literally the bloodiest freaking war described in Star Wars. I want to see it. One of the bloodiest wars. You like Beskar. It is, yeah, Beskar armor. No, there is a lot of wars that happen in in the the Mandalorian War was bad. I'm gonna tell you, it was a very bloody battle, but that was one one about six or seven planets. Um, the Sith Wars was an entire galaxy, and it was trillions of people just going at it and killing each other. Jedi, just Jedi, Sith Jedi, the troopers, whatever. They were murdering each other like there was no other, and there was not that many droids involved. It was people on people. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't make a movie about that. Just like how somebody can't go make a movie that takes place within the 100-year war of the French Revolution, you can't go make a movie based off of that. That's just basically stuff that's the the background lore to the movie. That's why you're not going to see a movie made based on the Silmarillion off you know that gives the lore to lord of the rings but but you can because it's such a wide area of operations you can make a mini series or a series that was very dark and that could be put on a platform like disney plus the sith the sith wars literally just serve as like the like the back like the backstory talk you know or the reference or whatever you know it's you know, it's a massive war that's just too much to capture into a film. But a war, but a franchise film off of the Mandalorian, like you can make six or six or nine movies based on the Mandalorian Wars and and have it be amazing with TV series that fill in the spaces in between. That you, if, could, you could do that with could, the you, you could do that with with the Sith Wars. No, you it's because of too it's too large of a scale. Josh, it's too large of a scale. Well, you could if it's if that's the case, it's a made up story, Saber. You could do it. You could scale it down. I don't care. Literally. Don't scale it down. It serves as a good backdrop to talk about within the movies, movies of the freaking Mandalorian Wars. Uh, you, we, we could do both. <laughs> like, why not both? Both is good. Snickering uh, at Canadian. Domestic, 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 domestic. <laughs> Love it when you two argue. She get married. It's, it's like it's literally, not- like we're both we're both agree. I would love to see both. Honestly, I would care. I wouldn't care. I would want to see freaking people killing each other in that in Star Wars. I want to. You want to know what I want to see? What? what I just want to see good Star Wars shit. That's it. Yeah. I want to yeah. see more Mandalorian shit. I don't give a fuck where it's based. I don't care if it's the future. I don't care if there's 16 more brand new Jedi that are like Ray. I just want to see it, and I want it to be I don't good. Want to see 16 more Jedi like Ray. I want to see. I want to see. I would love to see sixteen more Jedi this, that look like this. Ray. The peak of the sequels is freaking unlimited power by freaking Emperor Palpatine. That hands down one of the most badass things I've ever seen in Star Wars film is when he just launches his like just just this massive lightning strike on the Marta above him, dude, and it's just destroying everything. That was the- awesome. Do you want to know what I thought was awesome when they when they didn't bring Palpatine back to life for the third time? <laughs> that was weird. Is like, did they just basically wipe out the Sith in the end of that end of the Rise of Skywalker? Because that was like, <clears throat> I, like that was the existence of the Sith down in that. Like, they, they no, 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 no. The Sith is a race. The Sith is a legitimate race. The the they are Sith lords. So the whole what? thing is, is that the Sith Lords won't die because there's balance to the Force. 
Yeah, there will all be yeah. there will always There's be balance. Be somebody somewhere. Someone, and then the force will always bring it to balance. They also showed that in the Clone Wars series with that ep- that weird episode with the with the angel and the demon brother, and they killed the sister demon angel right. thing, whatever the, whatever the hell it was. That was the balance of the force. And then once the sister died, then the upside one or whatever. But yeah, that's basically how it works. Is I want to see good content. I want to see something come out different from Star Wars. That's the last thing I want to talk about Star Wars. But anyone want to talk about some Marvel stuff? I- I'm lost when it comes to Marvel. I'll, so, I'll ask questions about shit. Kenny, what was the last movie you saw that was Marvel? Ragnarok. In that was theaters. A Not a bad movie to watch. Uh, no, it, many, it was all right. How many of the movie? How many, how many? Like, how much of the story do you like? What's your understanding of the story of of the? Uh... He's fuck all. He's pre Thanos. Like, like he he's right about. The I Infinity know War. of Thanos. I know of Infinity War. It's been spoiled to me by a thousand times by people like yourselves that love the shit out of Marvel, and I'm cool with that because I'm never gonna watch it. I don't really like love the crap out of Marvel. It's just the biggest movie <clears throat> franchise in human history. But, right, and that's my problem. Okay, you're filling up slots with stories that are already done in comic books, and the guy that wrote them's dead, and that sucks. Well, I mean, like, yes and no. But also, also, hear me out. Um, I just, I'm only bringing this up because they just released a new movie recently, and I went to go watch they fucking it. Did. And, and that was the whole series last year. That's 16 new movies three, over the last three, three years. Three series last there year. You go. <laughs> and um, Marvel's taking over. I don't have a problem with it. It's just, it's a lore that I never really got into. Like, Spider-Man's cool. I watched it when I was a kid. I watched the new movies. That was pretty dope. Iron Man's dope as shit. I like that stuff. But, like, as far as the whole storyline is concerned between, like, Avengers and the, the end of the world and then people coming back and it being this whole confusing mess, I'm fucking lost it's, it's honestly if you think about it it's weird that like so like when we were kids like star- superhero movies it was like a rare occasion when they would come out oh, like super you, rare like uh like, blade play- spider-man and daredevil you consider blade a superhero or yeah i mean it's, it is a comic book movie it is a comic book movie he is a superhero he fights vamp he fights vampires spawn is just okay so like you know, like, people, people like it took a long time for them to figure out the formula how to make comic, like make comic book movies. And Spider Man and X Men kind of figured out that formula. They realized that they just got to take their kind of like their own liberties with it and to actually make a good storyline and not exactly one hundred percent copy what comic <laughs> like what the comics are doing. Um, but it was a rare occasion. Like you didn't like get like a movie. You weren't guaranteed a superhero movie every year. You know, you got. You know, back in the day, it was a rotation. You had the first Spider-Man movie. You also had uh, Batman. You know, DC and DC and uh, Marvel were kind of like just like, on, like figuring things out. DC had a yeah. better grip on the movie industry than Marvel did because Batman was became a huge success. Um, but well, Dark Dark Knight was its Dark Knight was its peak, mm-hmm. and then as soon as Iron Man came out, that's when Marvel <laughs> really took over. Like Hulk, the Incredible Hulk was good. But it wasn't until Robert Downey Jr.'s performance in Iron Man when when he when he was well, revealed. Well, we saw we saw a list actor doing good stuff with Iron Man, right? Like, oh, I, Robert Robert out, it was a little out, bit, Robert Downey A-list. Jr. was not an A list at that washed point. Washed out A list actor. Yeah, he was he was 
wouldn't say kind he of washed out. He was in some pretty was... big movies of that era. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He hasn't been anything since he got Iron arrested. Man saved his saved his career because it wasn't. Oh, for I imagine Iron... it did, but if it wasn't for not, Iron he Man, he would not have ever been able to do Tropic Thunder and get away with what he well, did. He... Tropic Thunder. Well, he did Tropic Thunder before Iron Man. Tropic Thunder released before Iron Man. Did it really? Yes, oh, wow. it released. Uh, okay, so, so Tropic Thunder saved Robert Downey Jr.'s career. No, it was. It wasn't. It didn't. It didn't, <laughs> didn't save his out career. Like last year, it sure wouldn't have. No, <laughs> I. No, Tropic Tropic oh, Thunder man. was was just like a side project for him. Iron Man saved his career. He is Iron Man. That's literally. And, oh, for sure. I won't disagree with that. And because so like. Another thing I like to think like I'm I like to think about so Oh wait, never mind, Tropic Thunder came out after. Yeah, I was about to say. So the of course the biggest actor in the entire Avengers cast is Scarlett Johansson. You know, she was big before you know the Avengers ever became a thing. Um but is it is like the 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 Marvel movies ruined these guys' careers? You know, because like the first movie Robert Downey Jr. did after him departing as Iron Man was Doctor Doolittle, and that movie flopped hard. I'm like, uh, wasn't bad though. I actually saw it. It wasn't a terrible movie, but I understood why it flopped. But you know, like, are these guys forever cemented as these characters? Where because that's a lot, that's a fear though. Like, because yes. like, uh, for for Robert 100%. Downey Jr. Yes, no, no, no all of them. Yeah. Yes. Here's the reason why you have all of these characters that you've been having play these characters. Right, these they're sorry, these actors and actresses playing these characters for what? We're at a decade now mm-hmm. for a lot of them, right? You've got kids that have literally grown up with these actors and actresses, and seeing them in other roles is just fucking weird. It's like yesterday when we were talking about Band of Brothers and having Ross as Captain Sobel, right? It was just weird to see. You were like, no, that's Ross. He's no way he's that much of a hard ass. Like I, uh, I don't I, believe that. You know, I grew up with him being Captain Sobel, honestly. So- Silently, you mentioned Samuel. I, I just know. Never mind. You're just trolling. Never mind. Um, but uh, the yeah, it sucks because like actually, I just found this out. I think yesterday. You know that that uh, Bradley Cooper wasn't the first person they approached to play Rocket. You know who the first person they approached was? Adam Sandler. Oh god! Wow. Awful. Well, Adam Sandler turned it down because he didn't. He wants to keep his you know roles open in the future because if he goes to freaking Marvel, he because what was the last freaking movie anybody saw with Riley Cooper in it? The open mind one, where he well, had opened up the, the last one I remember watching was either American Sniper or oh American, American Sniper, movies. yeah. <clears throat> but like. Mind you, there's probably hang, a few hangover films, movies. maybe. If you were... yeah. Now, now, of course, Bradley Cooper. It's easier to distinct him because nobody knows his face, so it's easier for him. He's a, he's a voice, and that's it. You know, and it's not it's it's an improvised voice as well. So you're not yeah, gonna recognize. Well. It's not you're not you're not gonna recognize it right off the bat. But yeah, he because but because of how much different stuff is going on with those films, he doesn't have time to do any other projects because he's a key member of Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, and everything like that because he because he because he was one of the ones that didn't get erased in Endgame and everything like that. So the so he had to stay on and be ready for stuff for uh Endgame and after that and they got the new Guardians movie coming out, everything this and that. So they're basically stuck with those and like they are stuck with those roles. Especially the guys that have been there since the first movies like Robert Downey Jr. stuck as, you know, Iron Man, Chris Evans, phenomenal actor, but he's going to be forever stuck as Captain America. That's his legacy. He will never top that. He will always be 
Captain America. Yeah. Oh shit! They're making another Thor movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, finally! I was gonna say Christian Bale is associated as being Batman. He's well he's, more established than being just Batman. Well, he's he's oh he has a phenomenal films. American Psycho. Being yeah, but one American Psycho's ancient. He hasn't really been in a whole ton lately. I mean, yeah, there's he has, a couple good ones he's been in, but it's not like an iconic a, character. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a Western film he did. <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, I mean, I mean, all actors. To Yuma. That was ages ago. I mean, a no, lot of actors uh, have that iconic movie that makes them who they like. That that's their legacy. Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry, but even though he's done so many movies other than Dirty Harry, uh, you got Sebastian Stallone. He's well, Sebastian Stallone actually just has a plethora of different like characters that he's known for. You can either label him as Rambo or as you know Rocky well, or you know whatever. Well, um, I was bringing. I was bringing up Chris, uh, Christian Bale. He's going to be playing in this new Thor movie. Um, wow. So, like, if we're talking about big-name actors, it doesn't... I mean, yeah, they'll get associated, but there's not, they're not going to turn down the... A lot of them are not going to turn down the rows. Especially now that with Immortals, the really unknown Marvel characters for a lot of people, like, you, like for for the most more general comic book people, uh, getting Angelina Jolie to play one of the characters is kind of fuck it's kind of big <laughs> like uh, not really she's I, I, washed I, up now she, she is so well, washed she, up because she took such a long break from movies she just did yeah. one where she's a where, i think it's called firewatch where she's working on a firewatch outpost and it turns out a huge conspiracy wait they 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 did they, a movie they, called firewatch they didn't base it off the game josh they didn't base it off oh. the game okay thank you Okay, good, here's the thing, is that there's actors who are in it for the money, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr., who stuck with this and made a ton of money off of it. And there's people out there who are like the Adam Sandlers in the world who sees that as a huge opportunity to make a ton of money and it basically will have them set for life. But they want to explore other genres <laughs> of film. They want to be able to explore whatever they want. And I, I, I like those actors more because I am now more associated to associate them as their name, not just as you know this character. Because yeah, like, because like, there's the people who are super talented out there, and but they get stuck and labeled with these certain roles. Like you know, you know, I love the Lord of the Rings movies, but unfortunately, they the actors they got for those movies were very subpar actors, but were perfect for those the roles that they played. Like, I mean, Mark. Martin Freeman was in the Lord of the Rings movie, the Hobbit movies. Okay, I, I'm talking about Lord of the Rings. You know, yeah. at, when it was where they had <clears throat> you see Elijah Wood, you're like, that's Frodo. That's Frodo. If you see, yeah. if you know, you see Viggo Mortensen. Now Viggo Mortensen, is a very talented actor. I love him to death. He's forever giving me my Aragorn. And he's done a lot of good movies. But there's also like the Orlando Blooms. He's forever to me legalist. Well, well, for me, he's he's a uh, He's the guy that fell out of the helicopter in Black, Black Hawk Down. Down yeah. Well, no, no, there he's, he's also he's also that guy, but he's also the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's true too, but like, uh, but or Mary and Pippin, they could not land a major acting role after Lord of the Rings at, at all. I mean, Mary got uh, lost, but he was killed off, and then Pippin, I've seen him do like. Um, uh, extras or like li like characters in like TV shows that have that appear for one episode and are not really major characters. Um, Carl Urban's been on a lot of shit, and so you know those, those like actors like those. You know they just they're associated forever for those stuff. And people actors like that, that's amazing for them because like they because like I mean Lord of the Rings is 
hands down, it's it can be you can argue Return of the King is the best movie ever made because it sweeped the Oscars. It, everything that it was nominated for, it won. Yeah. Um, so that's not a bad thing to be associated to, you know, especially if that was the peak of your career, you know, it was one movie, you couldn't do anything else after that. It's fine. Like same thing with Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill was perfect for the role that he played as Luke Skywalker, but overall he's a crappy actor, but also he's a Mark great Hamill, voice actor, great voice he's, actor yeah, too. Yeah. Fantastic. yeah, fantastic he's a great, the, whole th- the whole thing is though, is like being an actor, especially these days, TV show makes you way more fucking money. Oh, yeah, oh by far. Really what it is, man. Yeah, but you a can... of, seeing a lot of people move towards TV, and that's why I guess we're seeing a lot of the Marvel TV shows pop up because they're extremely popular. Like The Punisher, for instance, right? Oh, got... <laughs> bring back the Punisher. Jay uh, Burrowshaw. John, Bur- yeah. John Burnthal. John Burrowshaw. Burnthal. Yeah. Burnthal. Yeah, because he he played uh, The He's Walking Dead for two seasons, got killed off. He did amazing as uh, Coonhound in um, Fury. Oh, furry! Oh, yeah. Fantastic job! Yeah, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" Like he's a good actor. Like I thought, great he was, actor. You know, this horrible actor. person. He's fantastic. He, he's he done a lot of things up. that. Yeah, he's done a lot of things that people don't know about too. Like, oh, I imagine he's supposed to be in a new mom movie that I'm excited. It's, I think it's either supposed to be a sequel to The Godfather, or it's supposed to follow a specific crime family. And, and like it's supposed to be a true story movie. I can't remember. Um, Is it the Many Saints of uh, New York? I believe so. It has Ray Liotta, uh, Michael, yeah, because it has Tony Soprano, uh, Michael Gandolfini is one of them. Might Ray Liotta from? Oh Warlock. yeah, it's, it the, won't it's, have... the, it's the prequel series on how Tony Soprano came to be. Okay. okay. Well, how are they supposed to do that? The guy that played Tony Soprano's dead. No, so it goes back to when Tony Soprano was a kid. Oh yeah, like oh, when he is okay. introduced into the crime family, like he is brought Rock. in by his un- uncle when he was like yeah, a teenager. So a twenty-two year old will uh, it, like there's a twenty-two year old playing James. I think John Bernthal will do a really good job in a mob movie. Oh, dude, he I, he I think he's done a mob movie before this. Um, uh, can't remember which one though. But it, you know, it is a lot different nowadays, especially because with actors being tied to roles, because just because. Actors do a lot better now. Better now of establishing their personal brand over and like you know because like back in the day like like Mark Hamill, the Mark Hamills and like Carrie Fisher stuff like that who couldn't land roles after those movies, they just rode the wave of who their characters were. You know, which which is, is kind of interesting because you've got uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill that couldn't land any other roles, and then that was um, Harrison Ford's first role ever, and he landed tons of movies. Harrison Ford was in Ford. an Oscar, Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning movie that George Lucas made called American Graffiti. Yeah, he was in American oh, Graffiti. Was he in that one first? Okay. Yeah, yes, it was American Knew Graffiti. It was and then, I got him on. I thought it was Star Wars. Yeah, so George movie. Lucas wasn't going to originally... Uh, he had, wasn't going to bring on Harrison Ford again for Indy, but he said, well, I worked with him in American Graffiti and recommended him. And yeah. and then so he got, he got the Indy role, and that was from there... He, Harrison Ford is one of the few actors who could play such iconic characters that he, like, he's played multiple iconic characters for films. Hmm. Indy, Han Solo, uh, whoever the hell he Mr. played President. in American Graffiti, Mr. President in in the Air in Force the one. Air Force One film. You, yeah. you, he's Harrison Ford is an is an anomaly, the, the, like. Of actors playing playing these type of characters, he could have been. Forever. He's not an anomaly. He's, he's, just, just, he's a smart actor. He, he, he's a smart he actor, is. but but a lot of actors don't <clears throat> have that many like roles as him. Like like the like guy who plays Ben Solo, 
or Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, that's in... why, that's why I'm like I'm a firm believer that. Wait, you and McGregor? You and McGregor? No, not, not shit tons. No, not you and McGregor. Uh, the original Obi Wan, like Sir. I'm a firm. Sir... I'm a firm believer in the fact, like I'm like I know nothing about. He's the, been in a lot about, of films, about like... acting, about the acting industry or anything like that. But I firmly believe that if you do want to act and you have training for acting and everything like that, there I'll is one this. role out there that is made for you and you just have to find it. And that's Absolutely. exemplified in Lord of the Rings. And, and, the, and the biggest example I have is Banner Brothers. Everybody, every single person in that cast, except for uh, Damian Lewis, who played Major Winners, everybody on that cast, those roles were made for them and that's all that they were good for. Even Jimmy Fallon? That was a massive role for him then. Yeah, he was, didn't have his own show, right? He yeah. was just a small actor. actor. But well, you, you've, it... got, you've got to look at that. But no, there's a ton of actors that are in there that were not well known at that time. So and... you've got um, the guy who played... Do you guys ever watch Boardwalk Empire? No. Uh, no. Oh, God. If you have a chance, watch it. It's a good mob show. It's HBO. Uh... It's amazing. Um, anyway, there's a guy there that plays Al Capone. I can't remember his name. He's been in a few other movies, and he you know did really care? well. He Do you was, know what okay. character he played in Banner Brothers? <clears throat> so, you know, in the beginning, the I think it's the, yeah, the first episode, they Wait. make it to England, uh-huh. and there's the five sergeants that get um, in shit because they all get together, and they're like, we're not doing this if Sobel's leading. Mm-hmm. Is it the, is, is it, it Joseph? He's the short, he's the Garnier. short guy. It's Garnier. You said mob it's boss. It's not Garnier. It's, it's not, not. It's not Leaping. just. It's, it's not, not leaving. No, no, no. It's not, not leaving. Oh, the, the, no, no, no. It's not Leap God. No, 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 no. I, I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's not. Um, he's, not he's not a huge. Malarkey? character. The, he's not. No, shush. He's not a huge character in the show, but he. No. He he. Has, he gets demoted to private. He's yeah, the only one that gets demoted to private. Yeah, the guy with like the baby face and like had yes. like blonde hair. I yes. know exactly Him. what you're talking about. Yeah. He he's gone into a ton more different things. Um, the guy who played uh, Malarkey. He's the voice of um, Stan's son and American Dad. He's yeah. gone on to play a shit ton of different roles, really good ones, not just voice acting. He's done really well. Um, Tom Hardy. Well, Tom Hardy. Buck. Yeah, Tom Hardy was in there. He did really well. Uh, the guy who played Buck. Buck oh, Hilton. Yeah. He, he's he's gone into a lot of he, stuff. He's, 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 done, he's, a, done, he's, more, he's more military, oh, but no, he definitely... He's, he's done he, a lot he, of work. That's the, he's done. He, he, can, he can lean a job, but it's nothing I, as iconic. Oh, no, it's hard to get iconic roles, though. Well, Ron, Ron Livingston was in Boardwalk Empire. He was uh, he played Ron Livingston. He's an interesting person. Ron Livingston is a guy who I feel like he doesn't care about acting that much. But at the same time, because like, of course, Ron Livingston, he, he has two iconic, iconic stuff he's been in. And that's Office Space and uh, Banner Brothers. Yeah, um, but other than that, he played a guy in that new series, uh, "A Million Little Things," I think it's called, where he is the main friend in the beginning of the show who kills himself, and everybody tries to like kind of like rebuild their life after that, whatever. Um, but there's just like you know, you know, for and I guess it's, I guess you're making a good point that that for a lot of people out there. Oh, oh by the way, the uh, the past the past Magneto. Also, got his launch from Banner Brothers too. Yeah, um, that's Magneto, the the younger yeah. Magneto in the X Men. Oh series. yeah, he played what the fuck was his name? He was awesome because yeah. he was introduced. Uh, Operation Market Garden. Yeah, Sergeant Sergeant yeah. Burton, Michael Fassbender, Sergeant Burton something. Yeah, yeah. Michael Fassbender and um, the guy who played. Um, 
Oh my God, not Magneto. Uh, Professor X. He was in it as well. Oh, John. What was his uh, name? Uh, oh, John McAvoy. He was in it. Uh, yeah, John yeah, McAvoy. He, yeah, he, he, he was with. Um, no, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, was he, did, he died. Yeah, yeah he, he died in replacements. That's right. Yeah, because he was the one that got killed. Um, on the river crossing. Like, oh, it wasn't the uh, river crossing. It was, it was when the they tank were battle. back from the farm. The tank battle where uh, where where bull caught, where bull gets yeah uh, bull got hit wow, and stayed of, behind. I can't forget that like a lot of actors got their launch from Band of Brothers. Uh, like you know John McAvoy, Tom Hardy, uh, Michael Fassbender. Uh, yeah, the guy who played uh, Malarkey. Simon Pegg was in it. Um, yeah, Simon Pegg was in it. I forgot. Yeah, he, he was only in the first episode though. First two, he gets killed in the plane. Uh, uh, who else was in it? Shit. Anyways, a lot of I guess my point is proven wrong that you know there I guess a, a better point I should make that with a lot of like like iconic movies there's going to be somebody who doesn't rise past it because they just played the role that was perfect for them. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, yeah. you know, there's you know a lot, across a lot of different films I look at like there's Lord of the Rings Marion Pippin, Banner Brothers, there's like a couple characters who just really didn't live past, you know, or make yeah. it past that. Saving Private Ryan's another one of those movies where like there's people in that cast that were great for that movie, but they didn't really go and do much after the fact. You know, whether it be personal problems or they just weren't they 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 played the role that was perfect for them and that was it. Like that's what I was, I was just bringing up. Yeah, but that's that is true. Like a lot of these actors do have that fight role for it, and that's that's a good thing for them. Um, we do. It's a good thing for us because we get to see them more often than not. Uh, if they make sequels, if we want, if they right. if it does good. We're now just but, rambling to fill space at this point, so we're approaching our two two hour mark. I think it's a good time to try to wrap this up, guys. Okay, let me just say I saw Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and I was just going to give my first impression on it. Good movie. Good karate movie like a marvel kung fu movie was awesome go see it if you want to go check it out all right will do well everybody thank you for tuning in tonight make sure you guys suggest this podcast to your friends we will be uploading i'll be trying to upload this later tonight uh to the spotify and apple uh podcast channels that you can both find them on those sites uh as after hours uh thank you again for hanging out with us tonight canadian and josh you have, have any final inputs no. All right. Canadian, you got anything um, coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm still working on the Tarkov video. <laughs> All right. Make sure you guys I haven't go, found time. go subscribe <clears throat> to Unimportant Canadian on YouTube. And uh, make sure if you guys enjoy this also the podcast tonight, hit the follow button. And uh, we'll be working on some stuff in the future. I have some ideas about, you know, Patreon and, you know, exclusive episodes for Patreon stuff and everything like that. If the podcast starts to do well, we can start doing, like, private recordings and stuff like that. But so thank you guys. Uh, thank you again for tuning in tonight. You have a great rest of your night, and uh, we'll see you guys later. All right. <laughs>